Coming up on the WAC Podcast, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And Thanksgiving usually means football. Stephen F. Austin wins their first WAC football title. They weren't done winning titles that day as their volleyball team also wins the WAC tournament. We have basketball. We got some more big wins over some Power 5 opponents. We have all kinds of stuff happening on the WAC Podcast. Welcome to the WAC Podcast. Today's episode is presented by Hercules Tires. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Eric Danner with Demetrius House once again, filling in for an injured Kendra Sheehan. Demetrius, we're going to have to change the open to have you as part of the show third week in a row. I really was going to tell you that, like, we might need to add my name in there as also <laughs> guest starring. <laughs> maybe we need a new logo something like that i i don't know but we appreciate you jumping in here we're recording the day before thanksgiving so uh good good news uh is uh we, we got all kinds of stuff going on uh bad news is i guess some some of the stuff's ending so that's always sad uh, we're going to start with football demetrius and uh the whack football season has come to a conclusion uh we had the Game for the championship between Stephen F. Austin and Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian was up late. Stephen F. Austin comes back to win it, and they take the WAC title. Yeah, SFA won two titles that day, including that football title, but it was a great day to be a lumberjack. They walked away with the WAC title at Abilene Christian's home game, so it was a good day, and then also – you know, their football, I mean, their volleyball team won the championship as well. They sure did. And Trey Self, the senior quarterback for SFA, is our WAC Ticket Smarter Player of the Week. The final week of the regular season tosses for just under 400 yards passing. Two touchdowns in, in that game that was for the title. Xavier Gibson, who is our WAC uh, Offensive Player of the Year, second year in a row, 11 catches, 213 yards, and a touchdown that they say, uh, Demetrius, the saying is big play, big players play big in big games. And that was the case for Stephen F. Austin. Oh, yeah. They had some big plays coming down the stretch with their quarterback making that scramble there in the end to get that touchdown and then going for the conversion and everything worked out for him well. So Xavier Gibson getting that uh, player of the year honor. He's also uh, accepting an invite to the Hula Bowl. Uh, which will be uh, next month, uh, of course, an all-star game that he can showcase himself for NFL scouts. Uh, the thing I saw about that that was a surprise, Hula Bowl, of course, always used to be in Hawaii. Well, they had to tear down Aloha Stadium a couple years ago. Uh, so that game is now played in Orlando, Florida. So, you know, you think Hula, now you got to think Florida. But uh, congratulations to Xavier on a great career at SFA, and hopefully he keeps that going. Also, wound up leading the FCS in punt return yardage or uh, average uh, yardage per punt return at two touchdowns, uh, number three in receiving yardage. So definitely made his mark in the FCS and and seems to have uh, that uh, that special thing you're looking for maybe that he can play at the next level. Yeah, he had a great season finishing with 1,400 all-purpose yards. You know, that's a, that's a great season for anyone. And then to be in the in the ranks with the likes of a LaDainian Thomason and Steve Young and Ty Detmer. Those are good names to be mentioned with. They are. I was actually looking up the last time we had a back-to-back 
offensive player year in the WAC was Kellen Moore. Uh, of course, now the offensive coordinator of the Dallas Cowboys was a great uh, quarterback at Boise State. We didn't have football for 10 years, so there was a little gap there. But, uh, yeah, lots of good players uh, he's he's mentioned with now as a two-time WAC player of the year. Our defensive player of the year is linebacker Kavion Gaither from Sam Houston. Demetrius, he, he averaged just under nine tackles per game and was really kind of the, the heart and soul of that defense this year. Yeah, Gaither had a great season. He finished fifth in the conference with 79 total tackles. He ended with three sacks to go along with that, and he just had a great season for the Bearcats. He did, and Jake Girardi from Southern Utah is our special teams player of the year, the punter, left-footed punter. And I know, what Demetrius, you grew up playing football. I did a little bit as well. That ball spins a little different when you got a left-footed punter. 48 yards per punt this season to lead the FCS. Also, the highest average per punt in the history of the WAC ties him with uh, Allen from Louisiana Tech, who went on to have a, a great NFL career. Yeah, and Girardi's looking to have a great NFL career as well. I'm sure he's getting noticed by a lot of the NFL scouts, and they'll be looking to see if he can bring that into an NFL game. The newcomer of the year, that's a new award. We had freshman of the year last year, newcomer of the year this year, Bo Allen from Tarleton, who uh, I'm sure made a run for player of the year as well. Led the whack in passing yards, passing touchdowns. The transfer from Kentucky was, was as advertised. Demetrius, one of the top players in the league. Yeah, I watched a couple of those Tarleton games, and he was throwing darts out there. As the quarterback coach would be looking for, he was throwing, making great passes to his receivers, his tight ends. Anybody that was open, he was trying to find them. Ryan Allen was the name of the Louisiana Tech player who uh, Girardi had tied for 48 yards per punt. And that year, Allen, 2012, was the Ray Guy Award winner as the top punter in the nation, went on to play for the Patriots and win a couple of Super Bowls. So could uh, could be some big things ahead for Jake Girardi. We also had a big press conference happening as you and I were at UTRGV for the WAC Volleyball Tournament, which we'll get to in just a minute. But they also announced officially uh, this past Friday that UTRGV is adding football and swimming and diving. Let's start with football, Demetrius. They will be uh, coming on board in 2025, and there's a lot of excitement down there in the Valley. Well, you know, football is big in Texas. It doesn't matter if it's in South Texas, North Texas, East Texas. So, of course, the Valley's trying to add, a, add to what Texas brings to the football field. So they will start in fall of 2025, and they expect to name a head coach here in the next month or two. So that'll be uh, something to keep an eye on as we uh, move forward in WAC football. Uh, they also had swimming and diving as a sport, women's swimming and diving. They just built a brand new uh, pool, fabulous facility there in far Texas, which is right in the valley uh, near Edinburgh as well. And they, uh, they will be hosting our next championship, Demetrius, which you and I will be headed back down to the valley for that one. Yeah, we had a nice trip in uh well we was in Edinburgh just here for volleyball, but we'll be in Far, which is about five, ten minutes down the road from Edinburgh back in, in coming up in February for the swimming championship and diving. So they hosted the volleyball championships at UTRGV this past week. We saw chalk in the in the first round, all four of the top seeds win. And then in the second round and the semifinals when things Got, got a little bit more interesting. UTRGV was the top seed. They get upset by Utah Valley, Demetrius. Utah Valley was the 
two-time defending tournament champions, and and they really kind of had that eye of the tiger. They they knew what to do in those kind of situations. Yeah, Utah Valley was playing real strong throughout the tournament from beginning to end. They just happened to meet up with an SFA team that was very, very competitive throughout the tournament. They showed very good play with all of their accomplishment, including uh, Bradley of SFA, many, most outstanding player. Yeah, SFA, they swept uh, California Baptist in the first round. Semifinals, they beat Grand Canyon. GCU was the hottest team coming into the tournament. They had won 18 sets in a row. Then they get a sweep in the first round, so they had won 21 sets in a row. So they kind of had that that air of invincibility, and the Lady Jacks were able to kind of penetrate that that bubble, and and all of a sudden uh, they they win three to one, and then that kind of carries them on to win that championship against Utah Valley. So SFA will be heading to the NCAA tournament, and uh, that uh, that announcement will be coming when Demetrius. Uh, the NCAA selection they were going to make it um, November twenty seventh. It's going to air at 6.30 Central Time on ESPNU. And then uh, teams that don't qualify for the NCAA tournament, there is a, I believe it's the NVIC uh, tournament that'll be uh, uh, perhaps several uh, WAC schools eligible for that as well, and that's kind of like the, the NIT of, of volleyball. Yeah, I think uh, UTRV, RGV has already announced that they have been selected to play in that tournament. And I'm sure we'll have a couple of more teams here coming shortly that'll come up probably that Sunday evening right after the selection show. Yeah, I think uh, once everything's official, once that people know they're officially not in the NCAAs, then they can uh, officially accept those bids to the uh, to the other tournament there. We also have uh, other stuff going on. We had soccer, uh, CBU men's soccer, of course, won the WAC tournament the week before. They had to play UCLA in the first round. They gave the Bruins a little bit of a scare, Demetrius. They were up 1-0, scored the first goal. Uh, Luis Mueller uh, got one through the wickets of the US UCLA goalkeeper. They wind up losing 2-1, to one, but CBU certainly uh, uh, making their mark as, as a team to watch, uh, not only this year, but in the future. Well, you know, just being able to battle throughout the tournament, the WAC tournament, showed that they were able to show, because I think they came in maybe as a 5 seed and they battled all the way through to get the championship. So they just built off of that momentum going into the NCAA tournament. They gave UCLA a great game, just wasn't able to bring it out. Yeah, it is kind of ironic. The two teams that had to play on day one, New Mexico State women's soccer, CBU men's soccer, had to play uh, three three matches in five days, which uh, with soccer, you know, when they track them, you know, these – young men and women are having to run a marathon, the equivalent of a marathon in uh, in some of those games. So you're running three marathons in five days. That is, that is definitely tough to do. Uh, also, we had, speaking of running, uh, the cross-country national championships this past weekend, Utah Valley's Everlyn Kimboy finishes as an All-American. So she has just been taking all these awards uh, from the WAC. Oh, yeah, she finished with... Uh... In 19 minutes, 59 seconds. So that's a pretty good run. Kimboy uh, won the 10K last year, broke the WAC record. She now holds the uh, the title as the cross-country champion, individual cross-country champion in women's. And then she also won uh, several titles at indoor. So she's kind of got the, the Tiger Slam 
of running right now in the WAC. So she adds All-American to that uh, strong list of accomplishments. Basketball, we're kind of now well into the uh, non-conference slate and saw saw a stat on our on our uh, Twitter page there, Demetrius, where we have two schools that have uh, some of the best power rankings in the country, starting with Sam Houston uh, beating Utah on the road to go along with their win over Oklahoma on the road. Yeah, Sam Houston, along with Seattle U from the WAC, are both undefeated early in the season. And that, that win against uh, both of those schools for Sam Houston was great for the conference and for Sam Houston, of course. Yeah, Demetrius, the ESPN rank of strength record. So they, they have their formula there. And uh, Sam Houston, number two in the country. Seattle U, number 19 in the country. And uh, they have had uh, some fantastic play from Cameron Tyson, currently leading NCAA Division One in scoring at better than 28 points per game. And, and that's kind of interesting, too, because they had Darian Trammell, who was a, a WAC Player of the Year. He transferred to San Diego State. He was a, a preseason WAC Player of the Year, I believe. No, he was he was postseason last year. Anyway, what one of the top players in the WAC for the last couple of years, he transfers to San Diego State. You wonder, okay, you know, they had this, this kind of three-headed monster last year. What's going to happen now? But Cameron Tyson, that that has kind of uh, let him go. You know, his scoring has gone way up from, from even last year. Well, yeah, against uh, San Diego, he scored 35, and then he followed it up with a 32-point performance against Portland State. So he really knows how to put the ball in the cup. Tarleton also uh, off to a hot start. They're number 60 in that strength of record ranking. They uh, they did well uh, defeating Boston College. This was their first ever win over a Power Five opponent. Not really, I guess, a a big surprise to those of us who follow WAC basketball and and how well uh, Billy Gillespie has uh, coached over the years. Well, yeah, when um, Tarleton comes away with a guy like Freddie Hicks, who's right now the reigning WAC Player of the Week, he's averaging twenty five points a game with seven rebounds and three steals. That's just what he did during the Paradise Jam. So he's having a great season so far for Tarleton, leading them to an impressive record. Yeah, this is uh, uh, the the time of year you see some teams going to these uh, places like uh, the Bahamas and Hawaii and and those kind of things around Thanksgiving, which, uh, you know, you're like, hey, it'd be nice if they can uh, celebrate the holidays with their uh, families. But uh uh, at the same time, it's probably not a bad thing to be a young man or woman uh, going to uh, a place like the Bahamas to to play some basketball. Also, uh, women's basketball. Who who do we have for uh, players of the week this week, Demetrius? Uh, women's basketball. Utah Tech's Brianna Gillen is killing it. She's uh this is her second week in a row being player of the week, and then uh, for freshman of the week, you got Grace Schmidt from California Baptist. She's doing very good coming off the bench for them. So we have uh, some more action coming up this week. So just check out uh, ESPN Plus. Check out our website to see when those uh, games are. Uh, Demetrius, it's Thanksgiving week. So uh, what what do you got a uh, plan for Thanksgiving? Well, right now we're trying to work on this dressing. That's the first <laughs> thing. I'm trying to perfect it this year. It's been a while. Been trying to make it for a couple of years now, but I'm going to get it done this time. So we had a little discussion time uh, on the road, Demetrius, between 
stuffing and and dressing. So kind of uh, explain if people don't know what the difference is between the two. Well, me personally, I think the dressing is the better and it's it's more of a stuffing if you're actually stuffing it into a turkey. And I think I'm going to pass on the turkey this year. I'm going <laughs> ham. So what is in your uh, dressing that you're creating right now? I can't tell you. Oh, it's a secret. We'll have to, we'll have to I guess you'll have to come back next week uh, <laughs> to tell us what, what the secret ingredient was. So uh, then uh, turkey, turkey, you know, old school. Yeah. Uh, instead of turkey this year, we're going to do ham. But oh, yeah, we'll okay. have all of the, the, as you can say, the normal size that go along with Thanksgiving. You have your sweet potatoes. Yeah. Your greens, your cabbage, all of the good fixings that's just perfect to go along with it. Well, what's for dessert? Uh, maybe a sweet potato pie, apple pie. Maybe a might find us a lemon pound cake around there or something. But you know, most people like pecan pecan pie, but I'm not a fan. You're not a fan of pecan pie. Yeah, I don't do pecans. Really, really, I. Uh, since moving to Texas, I uh, I have some coffee with pecans, and it's fantastic. So I'm I'm kind of becoming a pecan guy. That's another question. I have pecan or pecan. Is that what? What's the proper terminology for Texas here? I, I would say pecan, but you know we got a lot of pecans. There. <laughs> and then uh, so so that's great. Um, I, I wish uh, wish you a happy Thanksgiving uh, and and your family, and and we'll uh, we'll get back to it uh, next week. Same to you, same to you. I hope you enjoy your Thanksgiving. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the WAC Podcast. Thanks for listening to the WAC Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And check out our website at WACsports.com.